0: Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home.
1: home. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baseball fans of all ages. This is Todd Lights, public address announcer for your Los Angeles Dodgers. This is Joe Davis. This is Josiah Gray. I'm Jock Peterson. Hey, this is Ross Tripling. This is Tony Gonsalin. This
2: is Buster Olney. This is Adrian Gonzalez. Hi, this is John Hartung, and you're listening to Blue Heaven. And you're
1: listening to Blue Heaven. And you're listening to Blue Heaven. And you're listening to Blue Heaven. And you are listening to the Blue Heaven Podcast.
3: Coming at you live from here, there, everywhere in the world, in your hearts, but mostly around the Los Angeles area. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> what is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. The other guy you know is Me 3 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm going to level with you. We had some struggles on the live stream. We're recording this thing apart these days. And uh, it's all through a live stream I'm sure most of y'all. Uh, apparently it's a y'all kind of point when I'm re-recording this. But uh we we stream it, and we have fun with people in the live audience and all of that. Well, today there was a massive issue with and unexplainable, so I'm sitting here re-recording this this intro here, and very frustrated, because there's zero reason, zero logical explanation as to why the audio was so messed up, but my gain was wild. There is going to be parts of this uh, re-record here, and of this podcast, because now we'll stop calling it a re-record, there will be parts that... um that sound good that sound better uh right here but there will be parts later on that sound a little rough so i apologize Even people who know me know that this is very frustrating because i am a, i'm a weirdo when it comes to my audio but we do have a good nice clean fun full show today we talk to long time well, first we got to say bye bye to Mr. Young Jock. Jock Peterson uh, left the Dodgers, and we're all crying. But we're going to talk about Young Jock. We got to talk about MLB Jeopardy because do 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 do. No, because they're 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 a fight. You know, it's it's same old same old. Everybody hates Manfred. Um, pulling a longtime old friend of the show, Mr. Bob Nightingale of USA Today. We're going to talk to Bob a little bit about what's going on with baseball. Uh, at Lisa, at, at the point in time where we talked to him, was midday on Monday. We got to talk about the latest going on in the hot stove. That's all going to sound a little weirder to you because that's where the audio gets probably the roughest. And, of course, another... Giveaway with our friends at Elite Sports Giveaway. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you guys could leave a review. You could rate this podcast just because I'm going through the effort late at night to re-record this part and sound better and sound clean and sound delicious. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still doing this. Like, I'm not drinking. I'm not doing this. Literally me in a, in a room. Everything is so lonely. But uh, give give us a thumbs up on iTunes for the love and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so... Leading off, we've got to tell you about a new promotion we are running this month in the great month of February. And I am going to go ahead and let your friend and mine, Mr. Doug McCain, a host of your DN postgame show. Doug is going to explain what this promo is all about right now.
4: What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here from the Dodgers Nation post game show and YouTube channel. And I'm excited to announce a new promotion here at Dodgers Nation for the month of February. With spring training right around the corner, we're celebrating by giving away $1,000 worth of cash and prizes for the entire month of February. Yes, $1,000 worth
0: of cash. Show me the money. Cash money! I like money. I'm talking about this.
4: Yes, money and baseball, the two greatest things in the world, right? So here's how you win. We'll be posting videos daily on the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel at youtube.com slash TV. It'll either be a video for me or one by the senior editors here at Dodgers Nation, Clint Pasillas or Brooke Smith. And in that video, you'll see a word of the day at some point during the video. You got to look for it. It'll be on the screen at some point during the video. It could be towards the middle or towards the end. But once you identify the word of the day, head over to the Dodgers Nation YouTube page. Go to the About section and email us the word. And once you do that, you're entered to win. We randomly select a winner each day, every single day. If you're one of the lucky winners, you'll take home at least a $25 Amazon gift card. Could be more. We're giving away over $1,000 in cash and prizes this month to one random winner every single day on the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. So here's how it'll go down. At some point during the video, you'll see the word of the day flash. In this case, we have the word win. Then once you're done watching the video, you head over to the Dodgers Nation YouTube page, go to the about section, email us, then you're entered to win right there. Now, you can only enter if you're subscribed to the channel and you have notifications on. So, make sure you're subscribed so you have access to our YouTube email and also have those notifications on so you'll know when we post new videos. So, that's all you have to do find the word of the day, enter it, and then you get randomly selected and then you win the prize. You did it! Congratulations! You won! You did it!
3: (laughs) So yes, it's simple. Look for the word of the day each and every day on our YouTube. It is for subscribers only. I, uh, you get the idea you get how it goes we're trying to continue building up our youtube channel we've done great we appreciate everybody who's subscribed but now we kind of want to give back so if you are already subscribed it's a way for you to give back and we know a lot of people who watch us aren't subscribed that's the way it tends to go in the youtube community as they call it so if you guys do want to subscribe to us that would mean a whole lot and it gives you a chance to win some cool prizes along the way again one thousand dollars or more in cash and prizes to be given away all february long as we ramp up into the baseball season uh, for subscribers only look for that word of the day in doug's video It'll pop up at any point in time we're not quite sure when and then you're going to uh, email us a the word and a picture of your subscription status and the email address listed on our youtube about page be fair don't cheat don't put the word in the comments that's just rude uh you people listening on the podcast side who are literally the only people hearing this thing that i'm currently recording you too can participate just check it out doug has some really really killer stuff going on on our youtube channel uh all the latest dodgers news rumors updates all the stuff that are going on right on through the start of the season we think you'll have some fun with that so now let's jump into the fun
0: stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home, bring them home. Bring them
3: home. i called this mlb versus MLBPA 2 electric boogaloo and uh yeah the league is at it again we're gonna get brooke more involved now too by the way but uh things are ugly. Things are not fun with the baseball and we're going to let him explain it and we're going to get into our friend Mr. Bob Nightingale uh letting us know the latest that is going on at least as of uh Monday afternoon. So, here we go. So, Bob,
2: we have uh I mean, let's go into the latest breakdown of the most recent offer proposal whatever you want to call it from the league. Can you explain it to us a little bit? We we know the details of it. We I think from the casual fan standpoint, you look at it and you say, 154 game season that's being proposed, but it's full pay. Uh, what what is there about it that players don't seem to, or the players union specifically doesn't seem to like about this deal?
1: Well, I think it still gives the uh, Rodman for the power to shut things down if things go bad with the virus. You know, just like a year ago, nothing changed there. Uh, you know, they're still talking you're trying to get it resolved where the union says, "Okay, how about you guys take uh, full responsibility? If we play, you know, 130 games, 100 games, we still get paid 162. And MLB says, no, we're not doing that. Uh, There's also the talk about, you know, if you have expanded playoffs, our teams like the Dodgers going to try as hard to win, knowing that you don't have to win 95 games. You can probably get in the playoffs with, you know, 85 to 90. So you're not going to spend as much money. Where MLB argues, well, most of the money has been spent anyway. I mean, I had Trevor Bauer, there's no one left that's going to make over, uh, you know, $100 million. So I think it's just a situation, too, where the next CBA is coming up. Uh, the union doesn't want to look like hey, they gave in to the owners. So a lot of back and forth, a lot of uh, mistrust.
3: Yeah, a couple, a couple points we can kind of dig in on there. I mean, right off the bat, you, you, there is that that um, kind of underlying concern. It seems with the union on. Okay, what's what's Manfred's kind of back pocket plan? Uh, I think you had mentioned it in your your recent story about uh, the the players union and the players themselves. Just kind of they're they're more wary about Rob kind of potentially screwing them over in some way. I mean, how? how worried should the, uh, should the fan regular fan be about the season and going forward and, and uh, the next few years for baseball?
1: Well, I think, you know, the next CBA, you know, this winter could be a real concern and, you know, then we may have a little bit of a shutdown. So, you know, barring any uh, catastrophe with the pandemic this summer, it should go on. I mean, there's going give be some hiccups. There's going to be some gains postponed. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, outbreaks in spring training, you know, guys aren't going to come to uh you know, Scottsdale, Arizona or, you know, Tampa, Florida and just, you know, sit in their uh, hotel rooms or condos when the day is over. They want to go out and you know, grab a bite to eat, you know, go out and have some cocktails and, and have some fun. So we'll see what happens. I mean, as cases are still raging out of control. So, you know, right now, uh, you know, I think it's going to be business as usual where spring training starts on uh, February 17th, you know, six weeks and the opening day is on April 1st. Uh, the players don't want to move it back. A lot of players have already gotten to spring training already, working on their own, paying for their condos. Uh, the pitchers, you know, guys like David Price are already amping up. They don't want to be shut down again. So unless there's a major breakthrough, I think it's going to be that. And remember now, I mean, the season starts April 1st. So if we would still want to expand the playoffs, and then DH, they have until opening day to negotiate that.
2: Yeah, definitely still time to get that done. But you talked about the expiring CBA at the end of the season. I mean, just given the way things have gone over the past year between the two sides, how how are you feeling about that negotiation for a new deal once we get there?
1: Well, I think it's gonna be you know a huge struggle. I mean, you're almost, you know, bracing yourself for armor and get him between the two sides just because there's been so much distrust. You know, they can't even get this resolved. I mean, last year they didn't get the uh, DH and the, uh, they didn't get expanded postseason until just a couple of hours before first pitch. You know, I guess if they wanted to, you could probably still negotiate during the season, you know, expanded playoffs, you don't want to. Obviously you can't do that during the DH and uh, the two are tied together. The union does not want them tied together, uh, baseball does, so we'll see. But I, right now, I, I really believe we're starting spring training here in just a couple of weeks.
3: Why? Why do you think it is? Why is uh, baseball? We'll just say baseball. I, I, we've personally on our show we've called that Manfred so many times. We'll be a little bit more fair. Why is baseball so hell bent on kind of mixing in? You know, you want the DH? Oh, sure. This is what we want. Why is that? Uh, why are so many things uh, trying to be tied together in, in this situation?
1: Well, I think you know the uh, union knows that the owners want the DH as much as they do. I mean, it cost more money. But who wants to see pitchers go to the plate again after not lifting a bat for a year? Uh, there's gonna be a ton of pitching injuries. You're going from 70 innings to about 200 this year. So the last thing you need is some guy running a first base and uh, you know pulling a hamstring or getting hurt at the plate. So nobody wants a DH. And I think most people want to expand in playoffs too, but it's almost like, I just think the whole image of the union saying, okay, you got it. They think it's gonna hurt their bargaining position you know, come next December.
3: So listening to Bob, seeing all the, the BS going on around the league. Um, and with these headlines, can, can we say, can we assume that the league that Rob Manfred is operating in good faith?
2: That's, that's the thing though, is major league baseball is looking at this and they're saying, we're going to push it back a month for the safety of players, for the safety of et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people view that and they say, look, they just want to make sure that they have fans in the stands. They want to make sure that they can get as many games during the season with paying fans in the stands to get that revenue throughout the course of the year, which is probably true. I'm sure that owners would love to have fans in the stands to be able to make some money. Um, In addition to that, they are using the designated hitter as a bargaining chip for this whole process, but the league also wants the designated hitter. So It's kind of like a weird bargaining chip where you're like, I want this and you want this, so I'll give it to you if you also give me something else. And you're like, wait, you want it too? And they're like, yeah, but I'm not going to give it to you unless you give me the expanded playoff. So it's a really odd situation. I don't think it's going (laughs) to – I just don't think it's going to go over the the way that the league hopes it's going to go over. Um, Obviously, there's the safety side of it. You want to make sure that players are protected if they're going into spring training literally this month within like two weeks, they'll start reporting. You're going into some of the worst hot spots in the country. Uh, and that is, there's is a danger. There's a risk associated with that, but players don't seem to want to give in on this particular instance. And you talked a little bit about it with Bob, where you're saying they just don't want to give Rob Manfred any sort of power because they don't trust him.
3: Yeah. There's a, uh, there, there's a lot of problems uh, that are, dangerously apparent with the league and with the players and we're going to see it expand once the cba goes uh expires at the end of the season like you were mentioning the the players have no faith in rob manfred to not screw them a little in some way uh professionally so yeah it's just man it's it's um I don't think it's as ugly as it should be, or as it is. But uh, you know, I guess it is what it is.
2: (laughs) I mean, I just don't see a scenario where it's going to get any better. And you, you talk about the future outlook um, with like the uh, twenty. What's the other season? Twenty twenty after twenty twenty one. I always forget what year it is now. Yeah. Um, New year, who dis? After twenty twenty one, when the CBA expires you look at the state of things now and it just it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better you kind of tell it seems like it's gonna just get worse from here i mean are we going to even have baseball in 2022 you
3: know i remember uh a little while back our, our boy sd dodger tim rogers on uh, on our dodgerstation.com he post, posted about uh you know we have maybe you know, two or three more years of baseball before we might have a very uh, long and painful work stoppage. And uh, it seems to be once again uh, like that. That could be, you know, that could be realized that 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 problem, that fear could be realized that we don't have baseball for an extended period of time in 2022. Uh, you hope. You know, I mean, MLB made a bunch of different hires in different departments. You hope, and and they're bringing in recent players. So you hope maybe the recent players uh, talk to Manfred, talk to the league, talk to the higher ups, and and explain to them, hey, uh, you don't have the players on your side. We've talked to a, a, a one player, uh, f- a friend of the show in the past, uh, who said that the league uh, the players don't honestly like manfred uh, and a lot of that became uh, uh, more a lot more apparent after the uh uh the shutdown i guess or, or the, the attempted restart from last year so it is what it is i would be surprised to see baseball being played uh, on time in 2022 but maybe maybe all of this is a practice run for them to figure it out for the for the cba in uh in uh, at the end of 2021 and into the next season. You hope. You hope. I mean,
2: you hope, but I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not optimistic about any of this. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't work together together well to get the season started last year, I mean we didn't start up till end of july and we still didn't have all the details figured out until hours before the first pitch of the actual season you know you talk about the extended playoffs that didn't come into play until the day of the first game and you if, you, if you're if you looking at that you're like okay well, there's no hope for next year then there's no way these two sides are going to work together fast enough to get something put together they're still working on this year they can't even look towards next year yet so i don't have a lot of faith in the process i don't have a lot of faith in both sides honestly I Have no faith in the ownership side of things. No faith in the Rob Manford side of things. Put Theo Epstein in charge. Put somebody in charge. I don't know. It's it's. I mean, for lack of a better word, it's a shit show, and I'm I'm worried.
3: <laughs> I'm very worried. I'm I'm proud of you. Look at you guys made Brooks say a foul word. Yeah. He's gonna go to heck. <laughs> heck. <laughs> have a heckin' good time. And we appreciate the heck out of you if you survived this far. I promise things do get a little bit better from here on out. And you know what does make things Feel better and get better is a giveaways. So we're gonna give you something. We're gonna give you something nice. Uh we're giving back sorry, we're back working with our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles. We worked with them for a good part of the end of last season and gave away some really awesome Dodgers memorabilia. And we're gonna be doing that for uh as much of the season as we can this year. Uh last week we announced that we were giving away an autographed Fernando Valenzuela card, and we have a winner for this week and the winner is gustavo viegas that is at g 2k on instagram you are the winner of the fernando valenzuela card it is an autographed card we're going to send you a dm on instagram you have 48 hours to respond and claim your prize or it will be given back to fernando himself next this week's Giveaway. We are teaming up once again with our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles to give away an authentic autographed Clayton Kershaw photo. It looks really cool, especially if you like Clayton Kershaw, which, if you have a soul, you should. To enter to win, you must follow us on Instagram. That is at Official Dodgers Nation. Follow at Elite Sports Collectibles 1 on Instagram. You'll find the post on our Instagram feed, by the way. And tag a friend in the comments. Each tag is its own entry the winner you must be uh, i should say you must be following both dodgers nation and elite sports collectibles to be eligible to win we look at that kind of stuff and if we pick your name you're not following both sorry you lose the prize the winner will be announced next monday february 8th on our live stream which hopefully sounds a lot better and once again we'll dm the lucky winner they're gonna have 48 hours to collect their prize And now on to this week's edition of Reportedly. We have hot stove rumors for February 1st. And uh, as Brooke noted on our DodgersNation.com, don't think that deals do not get done in February.
2: Yeah, I mean, so it's it's not unheard of for teams to wait this long. It's not common by by any sort of any definition of the word but also you look at the situation that major league baseball is in right now and it makes sense that teams would want to wait as long as possible to add talent to pay money to people because no one knows what the season's going to look like you don't even know if there's a dh right now let alone everything else but you look back at the history of some of the we'll just go recent history just the past couple of years justin turner was signed february 6th of 2014 obviously that was a minor league deal obviously that was a deal that nobody knew was going to have as big of an impact as it did turns out one of the greatest hitters for the dodgers of all time another one <laughs> howie kendrick signed also february 4th that was after he rejected his qualifying offer when he was uh traded over um howie didn't turn out that great for us in those following years but it, you know we traded him and we got darnell sweeney i think so you know
3: no they out. traded no that's right we got darnell sweeney back Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, we got him back again after we traded him again.
3: That's uh that's how you know it's a good trade. Uh, boys and well, girls we also got Hideo Nomo in February of 1995.
2: So things happen. It, it, it's not unheard of to get a organization team changing and your season changing player this late in the game. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but I'm saying that it's possible. We could get JT again. In,
3: in <laughs> uh, it's going to happen this this year for sure. Something will happen. It's got to be coming real soon. JT is going to be resigning or going somewhere else. But that's still that's still something, you know, why not? That's me a thing. So before digging into the rumors though, we gotta talk about what happened since we were last uh, live and probably sounding better than we gotta talk about Jock, your boy young Jock Peterson. Uh he's gone. He's dead. No. His career in Dodger Blue is dead. He is now a Chicago Cub. He inked a one-year $7 million deal, leaving a one-year $10 million deal on the table with the White Sox because he, uh, I guess, rejected that, hoping to get more money. But it is what it is. Um, You look at the legacy that that, uh, Jock leaves behind, man. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's gone for the sake of... Him getting an opportunity somewhere that he may be able to, you know, play full time. we know we we tried. He can't hit left handed pitching. They're probably going to try in Chicago. What do they have to lose? But uh, still, I know a lot of people are are hurting with the the idea of losing Jock Peterson. I get it. Uh, how how are you feeling? What was the, what was your reaction to Jock and that uh, that Cubby deal? Um, I mean, we just talked to Jock. That wasn't
2: that long ago that we had that conversation with him. So it was, you know, it's fresh. Um, you kind of just knew it was coming eventually. You know, at one point we thought he wasn't on the team last year before Artie Moreno decided to pull the plug on that. So you, you always knew that he wasn't a part of their plans for the future. You knew that going into this year, this was probably going to be his last year with the team. You know, he, I'm not saying he can't sign down the line. I don't think that'll happen, but I'm not saying it can't happen. Um, I like Jock, man. Jock had some big moments for the Dodgers when he first when he first showed up. I remember thinking like, this dude's going to be huge for this team. And then, he, you know, ebbs and flows, highs and lows, valleys and peaks. <laughs> it happens. Um, it's okay. I, I, I'm happy for him. I'm really happy he gets the chance to hopefully start every day to build up that. Uh, I hope that he can go and start hitting left-handed pitching. That's what yeah. I mean. I hope he gets that chance so he can prove like, hey, I can be an everyday player, so please pay me as an everyday player because if he if he can't do that in Chicago, no one's going to pay him as an everyday player. People are going to pay him as a platoon player and it sucks because he has such good potential when he is hitting right-handed, uh, right-handed pitching. You look at him and you're like, wow, this guy's a monster. So really, really hope. Really, really hope that he can go out perform in Chicago, hit some monster home runs there in the Windy City, and then uh, get the bag after that, man.
3: Yeah, no, zero doubt about that, man. Um, so with Jock leaving, it got us uh, reminiscing, thinking about uh, our favorite time with Jock. Of course, Jock is a friend of the show. We interviewed him just before the start of last season, championship season in 2020. And I think universally, I mean, it was a good interview. It was a fun interview. I think uh, we both were surprised at how well it went, but there was one particular favorite part, favorite section for both Brooke and myself. And uh, now I'm going to play that section. Taylor Swift or Billie Eilish? Oh my God, Taylor Swift! Okay. I like Billie though. Wow, that's
2: a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, good. I mean, it it seems not appropriate to ask this during a workout type of <laughs> interview, but pizza or ice cream?
4: Ooh, those are literally my two favorite
3: things. That's like. <laughs> It's, ice cream oh, man, oh yeah. I, that's a point right there pancakes or waffles pancakes no brainer buttermilk Oof. you uh you more of a coffee guy or are you kind of an energy drink guy i
1: really don't really mess with caffeine honestly so mm-hmm. neither i could go with neither and be totally fine
2: he's naturally flying i love you it <laughs> uh it seems like an interesting question given the fact that you have a dog uh-huh. but dogs or cats Dogs. Easy, all easy. Yeah, just want to make sure. Alright, I mean this is the great debate. I mean, in my household <laughs> with my wife, this is the great debate. Toilet paper rolls. Over or under? Wait, what? You know how you like hang the toilet paper off of the roll? Does it <laughs> supposed to hang over it or is it supposed to hang under the backside of it? Man, I don't even know. Dude, I mean, you're going to think about it now next time yeah. you're in the be yeah, Like, out. wait a second.
3: Yeah. <laughs> to be I'm there, not, flipping the roll. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Look, man, think about it. Get back to me next time.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, quality. You're... Uh... You broke Jock Peterson's mind with the toilet paper question.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, it was a I, it was not my question. I think you had written up that question, but it was it was one that I did not anticipate him having to think so hard about. So you can see my mind break a little bit when he's like, "What? <laughs> like, what is the question?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? What's the question?" And he's like, "I don't know what that means." Um, also people are remembering that I had briefly had a mustache at Mm -hmm. one point. So you can let me know in the comments, if you're going to miss Jock Peterson or my mustache more, that'll, you know, that'll make us feel nice inside. Um, (laughs) i i I really enjoyed that conversation with jock that was the first time that you and i really got to sit down and talk to him uh it was a lot of fun he was hilarious he had seemed like he was having a lot of fun with us um so i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna miss him man i really liked him i really it was really cool to watch him show up as a kid and now get to watch him leave with a couple of kids and a couple of dogs and all that and just you know he's a he's a full-grown adult
3: man we uh we we had the full we had a really full gambit of jock peterson as a human adult male boy because we had we had skinny baby jock who can still run we had uh whatever he became by the end of his career or by like 2019 him trying to play first base and all the things um you know what all the love to jock peterson he he did mean a lot to this club he he gave us some great quotes he gave us some 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 great energy uh unlike your friend uh gavin lux that's an inside joke kids that you all probably know if you follow us on twitter by now but uh, a lot of people by the way still want you to grow back that mustache i still think you should grow back that mustache that's just my personal opinion i think we were doing our best shows when you had that brook stash because you had a different vibe to you but we'll go ahead and move on from that because we know <laughs> mrs brook isn't a fan uh <laughs> seeing a few people in the comments also talking about uh answering the question i saw santiago our boy santiago who, by the way i need to get out to south pass because he made us some beautiful uh 3d print um he he made us the uh the blue heaven logo uh 3d printed which looks awesome gary picked them all up and uh and also a Dodgers logo, so we're going to be running some giveaways, some personal giveaways. I don't know where, as Mrs. Brooke pops in and says, no no mustache, so you heard it here first, folks, it's never coming back. That's it.
2: But- That's all anybody's ever here for is to tell me that I can't grow a mustache.
3: We really appreciate Santiago for sending us uh, gifts. People don't need to do that, but that means a lot to us. But uh, he mentioned the same way Mrs. FRG mentions, if you have cats, the toilet paper roll goes on the back or uh, under, I guess, under, whatever. I'm an over guy, and I always go over because I'm not a sinner and yep. and that's how it was in the bible if i'm not mistaken i've never read the book but it is what it is uh, anyway chapter 4 yeah. chapter 4 yep. <laughs> the tp the tp edition anyways all right <laughs> let's get into uh, actual news justin turner Still not a Los Angeles Dodger. So uh, here's reportedly this is the latest crime season crime scene investigation private investigator sleuth work that we have put together linking what could be happening with the Justin Turner uh, free agency saga. Reportedly, four teams were in on JT according to John Heyman, who likes the sound of his own voice. You. You were a little sneaky last week. You 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 broke the idea of Atlanta, but dig in. T- yeah, and then they <laughs> took it, and then they ran with it. I'm- <laughs> You're a uh, man. You you are a full blown journalist insider. But I'm I, I am not I am not a hundred percent convinced
2: that they didn't just read that and they were like that makes sense. Let's run with Atlanta. And
3: they're like Atlanta's would, talking to it. That them. would be beautiful, man. That would be absolutely beautiful. But tell the, the fine folks here on the internet. Uh, what teams uh could be in or should be in and all that kind of good stuff
2: okay well we've already seen obviously the dodgers count one of them so we're gonna go ahead and count them out of that and say it's three teams dodgers obviously in whatever it's presumably them <laughs> it's probably the blue jays at one point or another <laughs> i don't know where they are i don't think that they have any interest at this point um especially considering they just added a shortstop uh, infield option aside from that the brewers were linked and that one to me was like a huh like the Brewers? And then I was like, okay, Ryan Braun's gone. So they need an old right-handed bat because they have to have one every year. That makes, that makes sense. Maybe maybe that's it. They're like, old guy, you're right-handed, you can DH. Sure, take Ryan Braun's spot. We don't have to pay him anymore. So maybe there's that. Um, Atlanta could be a fit for him. Yeah. I don't know where they're at on Marcelo Zuna. It doesn't seem like they're going to want to pay him money, from what I understand. And he's going to probably get decent money, depending on if there's a universal DH or not. So if they want to go a cheaper, shorter-term option, JT might be an option for them. But it sounds like they're going to have to try to go four years on him, which to me is a deal-breaker. But that's a deal-breaker for a lot of teams, so who knows?
3: Everything points back to the Dodgers. We've been saying this all season, off season Everything. long. Everybody's been saying this all off season long. What the hell? WTF is the holdup in getting this damn deal done? Like you could have seen, uh, maybe different. There's, there's been different. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll go with hurdles throughout the off season. Yeah, he was on his month long vacation with Courtney in the RV after the World Series. There was what the second week of January where Tommy passed and you want to respect losing a legend and you don't want to, you don't want to have that overtake the Dodger headlines. So you wait, you hold back Don Sutton the next week, you hold back because obviously Justin Turner is a, a lifelong Dodger fan. He understands the legacy of this organization. Maybe, maybe that is a just reaching out their option, but it is February 1st. And now at this point, if these two sides are, are trying to work something to get out to, to make this work, it just feels full blown disrespectful to Justin. And if he's the one that that uh, won't take a three year deal or something like that, that's kind of like disrespectful to. Of him to the Dodgers, the team that made him into the player that he is, gave him that opportunity. They traded away our beloved, our beloved. I'm gonna go with that Juan Uribe, to Love give it. him that full-blown, uh, full blown, full full time third base uh, position. I don't know, man. Right. Is it pride that's holding this up?
2: honestly I've looked at this every way possible and I've tried to justify it in every sense of the word but to me this is the them waiting this long and them still not having a deal is the biggest indication to me that I think both sides are waiting on the DH situation to play itself out I think on one hand the Dodgers are looking at and saying hey if there's if there's a designated hitter we might want JT in there. We might we might be able to fit him in. We might have a plan for him. If there's not a DH, then we might not have a plan long-term for Justin Turner or even two, three years for Justin Turner. Alternatively, from Justin's side of things, you're looking at it and saying, like, hey, I want four years he's not going to get four years, I don't think, unless it's from an American League team, if there's not a DH, if there's not a universal DH. So if there is, that opens up his opportunities. That makes probably, it goes from two to three teams interested in him, maybe four or five, six teams interested in him, get in a bidding war, you can make more money. I think from all sides it just makes sense for JT to wait out the universal DH and to figure out if that's going to be a thing moving forward. And right now, we still don't know. And that
3: sucks. And again, it's February 1st, and we don't know if there's going to be a DH. What the hell?
2: Yeah, players should be there in two weeks, but let's not figure out the rules quite yet. <laughs>
3: uh, we got a few comments. I like a few from uh, Tim coming in here. He says, uh, our boy SD Dodger, Tim Rogers, fine writer over here, uh, our prospects expert slash hugger at Dodgers Nation. Uh, it's a strong take by Brooke on the DH issue. Yes, well, uh, I think I think people can hear points. I'm pretty sure people didn't hear the meh, meh, meh the first time uh Andy Andy uh Saberwall Sa- Saberwall I'm gonna uh, nail that one on YouTube saying Clint shouldn't we show more trust in Andrew Friedman he knows what JT means to the team I would hope uh I I think J uh, I think uh little Andy F really does get it um but again it's February 1st and this deal still hasn't happened uh at this point it doesn't make a lot of logical uh Like, I I guess not even logical, illogical sense, like like heart thinking with the heart, thinking with feeling sense on this, that that's where it misses for me. Like, there's a lot that doesn't quite doesn't quite mesh Uh when you're looking at the longevity, you're looking at the the future of the organization. You're looking at Dave Roberts, who has said time and time again, as soon as he wants, he can have my job. Justin Turner can have my job as a manager. He deserves it. This guy, uh, you know, can can handle it. Anyways, a few more. Uh, that's that's <laughs> getting off a little bit of tangent there. A few more of the comments. I like it. Uh, A few more of the comments. uh, Sandro saying we don't need Turner. Sorry, but he's too old. Uh, He is old. I don't know about too old yet. Um, Still a very good hitter. Still a very notably, he is a better hitter than a lot of those other options out on the market. He is. He was a far superior bat. Uh, than that of of Marcus Simeon, I think by the number, I've, I I can't think of all the the weighted runs created plus numbers off the top of my head right now, but I think he's actually better in the long term than somebody like uh, Nolan Arenado, which is a segue to the next topic we're going to talk about in a second. But cool. Arenado has, has been uh, has obviously been fantastic. But um, seeing a Nelson Cruz, we're going to get a Nelson Cruz in a little bit. Seeing the Jose Ramirez, I think. JT's bat has actually been better than Jose Ramirez uh, over the last uh, handful of years. Um, Yeah, man, I I guess I guess now's as good a time as any. Nolan Arenado no longer. Who who was a uh, let's be real, not a real option for the Dodgers because Chris because it was supposed to be Christmas. There's Bryant JT Swifty talking about uh, Chris Bryant. JT's a better hitter than Chris Bryant, even including the MVP and rookie of the year season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but early on, man, Nolan Arenado was going to be a Dodger, and now he is a Cardinal.
2: By, uh, a Dodger by Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> dodger
0: by right?
3: Christmas, man. We never learned yeah, which one. Just to be next, next Christmas. <laughs> Dude, that deal is complex as hell. And, and I think just before we went live, it became official. They final yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan Arenado went from the Rockies to the Cardinals for an underwhelming deal for Colorado. Man,
2: you look at that and you're like, this is your franchise cornerstone player. This is the guy that you built everything around. And what are you doing with them? You are you just them
3: you off? send Screw you send them to the Cardinals. You give the Cardinals fifty million dollars, and you don't get back a top one hundred prospect of the what? I think it was five prospects. Last I saw, it was five prospects. the 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 Rockies were getting back. Oof! I think it is five. Yeah. Oof! Oof! I saw. Um, I mean, I really feel bad for for Rockies fans. Uh, just in general, because that's all they have as as is uh rock as fans over there. You know that's a it's a bad team to be stuck with, and there's not other teams anywhere around that part of the United States. so You can't go root for somebody else, right. and you lose you lose your franchise player, man. And that's that that's something that's uh become kind of the norm for that organization over the last. 10 years. You know, you had Todd Helton there his entire career, but Mad holiday was there for six years and, and shipped away. Troy Tulowitzki, <laughs> you were going to build everything around that kid, shipped away. And, uh, you know, David Dahl, they gave up on him this offseason. Quickly, quickly, <laughs> quickly. A complex it's just, deal,
2: man. It's, it's really unfortunate because you look at the National League West and you're looking. If the call, if the Rockies are a good team, you, the National League of the West is probably the best division in baseball because the, I mean, let's face it, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Padres all the way to the end. There's not even going to be anybody close when, when the dust settles, but. It, it really sucks that it is a, in a position to where it's like, hey, just a few years ago, you were playing one game 163 throwing against Walker Bueller and having a good chance to actually take home the division because of how well you guys have been playing all year. And now you're at a point where you're like, never mind, we're trading Nolan Arenado. We're pretty much giving up on this year already. And if you're a Rockies fan and you're looking at this season, you have given up on this. There is no hope for you. I am so sorry about that because that really sucks yeah
3: I mean let's be real they were already there they had already you know uh, punted the season but uh, now they're stuck with just Trevor Story not stuck I should say Trevor Story is stuck there
2: Trevor Story stuck with them
3: and there's no way in hell that if he's a smart man (laughs) I might not be a smart man but I know what love is (laughs) I would not be loving that organization man Like they've shown time and time again that they do not mean business in any sense of the word. And dude, just, just wait out your arb years and get out. You're going to get money wherever the hell, uh, whatever age, whatever you end up a free agent, you're going to get money from some team. You're, you're a top three. If not, I'll, I'll say it. If not the best shortstop in the league by numbers, granted, Course Field. He plays there eighty-one games a year in a regular year. But uh, yeah, I would not want to live there <laughs> if I was Trevor's Story. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans um, wanted obviously to see Nolan come home to Los Angeles. It was never going to happen. Uh, our boy Dave Vassay had noted that pretty early on uh, in the process, and then reiterated it again. After the trade was done, he was never going to come to L.A. because the Rockies were not going to trade in division. Why would they trade? Why would the Rockies? They're they're dumb. Do not get me wrong. The Rockies are dumb. And I think any Rockies fan would back me up on this. Looking at you, Purple Dinosaur Podcast, they're going to back me up on this. The Rockies front office, no idea what the hell they're doing. But they're definitely. They would have got a better uh, package out of it, but uh, from the Dodgers. But they're not going to send Nolan Arenado in division to the team that's the, by all accounts, by many insiders and experts and analysts and all that, the best team in baseball. That being the Los Angeles Dodgers. So,
2: yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, I get it. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're looking at your fan base and saying like, hey, we're got to trade him. Your fan base doesn't want to see him go to your rival. And not that you can really call the Dodgers Rockies rival. I don't think that's the case, but they're in their division. So it makes it a little more complicated. There's no way they were getting away with that. And there's no way they were ever going to even entertain that. If anything, it was only done to, to boost leverage. And that's
3: fine. There's uh, nobody on YouTube with the comment. The Rockies haven't made any good decisions. Why start now?
2: <laughs> Better late than never, but, you know, just don't start now. Just keep going. Keep this whole thing rolling. See what happens. Yeah.
3: So, again, for the sake of a segue, Nolan Arenado, uh, an air quote option for the Dodgers, is out of the picture. There are still other options, uh, most of which are probably in-house. We're looking out-of-house. We already mentioned the Chris Bryant uh, factor. But it seems like maybe the Cubs are trying to pretend they're in it after the Jock Peterson signing. Uh, I guess they got more money to go and find pitching help per MLB trade rumors. Uh, Yeah, so maybe, just maybe, the Dodgers try to find a creative way A different way to add a that right-handed bat if let's say jt doesn't come back or even if he does they could still go this route uh they find a different way to add that right-handed bat through the dh because i kind of feel like it might happen they're gonna figure out something with this uh baseball mlb and and the, the players union and all that they're gonna figure something out maybe nelson cruz he uh he was linked over the weekend to the Dodgers very loosely because he said, "Oh yeah, I'd probably play for the Dodgers. Why not? Why wouldn't you? He want to win that World Series that you didn't catch in 2011." Um, so reportedly, if the DH is in play, Nelly said he would play for LA. Just 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 give me something on it. Give me something. Give me anything on it.
2: Uh, well, look. I mean I think st- still his preference is to go back to Minnesota and play for the Twins and why not I, I don't doubt that at all he likes to he kind of likes to stay put for set periods of time if he can and I totally get that he's I mean he's 40 years old but you look at that and if you're thinking about a one year deal for Nelson Cruz that is like one of the lowest risks that you can take you know he's going to be consistent you know he's going to hit a bunch of home runs you know he's going to drive in a bunch of runs for you and you know that he's not going to play the field at mm-hmm. all so <laughs> You know what you're getting out of Nelson Cruz, and that's what I like about the potential matchup between the two sides. Obviously, there has to be a universal DH, or this doesn't work yeah. out in, in, in any way, shape, or form, because Nelson Cruz is... Uh, when did he miss that ball in right field? <laughs> it would be uh, it would be uh, 2011. That's how long it's been since he could play defense. So it's been a minute. Uh, even then, he couldn't really play defense. Yeah. So I think if it, if it were to come to a point where they could sign a DH like that a guy who could permanently DH yeah I think he would be the guy you're not going to sign Marcelo Zuna that's not going to happen the Dodgers aren't in a position where they're going to sign a guy to a four to five year contract or anything like that they might sign Cruz to a two-year deal maybe maybe if that's a breaking point for them and uh, I don't hate that if you get a lower annual average you can squeeze the juice out of them in that year 41 and you know hope for the best in year 42 but you know whatever happens happens but alternatively I don't think that the Dodgers are the type of the organization to have a true DH. No. I think when you and I were talking to uh, Dave Roberts last year, it seemed like that they were really keen on the fact that the DH allowed them to move guys around and get them off their feet, but it never really had a set DH. So in your mind, do, do you think that they even consider signing a true designated hitter?
3: I think they would in the event that JT signs elsewhere. Again, only under the scenario that the DH becomes uh, a National League thing, becomes Universal, would... Right. He uh, would uh, Nelson Cruz make any sense for the Dodgers, but they need you look at the lineup, you look at the makeup of the lineup. The, the Dodgers absolutely need a right handed batter. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, it's way too left handed heavy, especially if Justin Turner is gone. You got Eddie Rios at third base, a left handed batter, or sorry, left, yeah, left handed batter. Uh, if Max Muncie is attempting to play third base, a position in which he hates, another lefty. Uh, CT3 could be a guy but now CT3, his role is so much more important with Kike gone because he's got to bounce around everywhere you're going to see him playing a lot of outfield uh, especially now, again with Jock gone as well, even though the outfield somehow became, without Jock, a much more right-handed heavy with Mookie and AJ Pollock still around Um, if you're looking to add um, just a professional hitter Nelson Cruz right. at that age is only going to be asking for the one year it, it really does make a lot of sense if the DH is involved. And the Dodgers have done well having those those one position guys of super limited guys. We look at Chase Utley who really only played second, played a little bit of first on occasion, did not look smooth or even serviceable serviceable though. Still better than Jock Peterson, but um yeah, you. Uh, they've done well. David Freeze. David Freeze played mostly first base for L.A. If there was D.H., he would have played uh, D.H. <laughs> he would have been the D.H. for right. the Dodgers. And and mind you, David Freeze friggin' led off for the Dodgers in the World Series like twice in 2018. <laughs> and they again, you get away with it, having that older type of bat in the lineup. So if you're just trying to add a D.H. and and maybe. Uh, I don't know if you're desperate. Plug him in and left for six or seven innings. Uh, very right. scarcely. Sure, why not? Uh, but again, just bringing that that level of bat would be great. I would like to see him. Somebody like Nelson Cruz get with a lot of these younger hitters. Get with the Gavin Lux. Talk to talk shop with him about baseball. Uh, I, I'm seeing a few people uh, more. More, Most importantly, our boy, Choice Fielder, talking about Zach McKinstry season. McKinstry's going to be mm-hmm. playing big, but again, another left-handed batter where you bring in Nelly Cruz, right-handed batter, one of the best at his age still, one of the best still right-handed batters in the league. A lot of things balance out. You get both JT and him, right. yeah, whatever, but again... uh I think you could maybe. Zach Kintry, though is
2: uh, is our our better Kike Hernandez replacement, which I think people. It's really odd to see people on Twitter lose their minds. No, maybe uh, that's just a general statement. I don't even necessarily mean just period. About the Dodgers period. Just to see them losing their minds about the Dodgers letting Kike and Jock. That was a foregone conclusion. I think anybody who paid attention over the last couple of years knew that Kike and Jock were not going to be a mm-hmm. part of this team once they free agent. Once they entered free agency, that was there's no reason for that you look at the you look at the depth in the organization and that tells you that top to bottom but you know I won't go off too much on that people have emotions and that's okay but there are better guys waiting in the wings there are better guys who are on the horizon there are better guys who can fill their spots uh, for much cheaper than what they are going to demand in the market and obviously we saw what they got and those are prices that the Dodgers probably could afford but don't need to afford
3: so why why bother with that you know just because you love them doesn't mean we have to keep them mark my words do not sleep on Zach McKinstry. That kid is, uh, is, is going to do something. Hopefully I wouldn't say special, but he's going to do something nice for us in 2021. Us being the Dodgers, because I am again, as we always say very much, I'm in the clubhouse. I am the Dodgers, uh, check out our boy, Mr. I I, I love saying our boy. It's just my thing. But Tim Rogers, SD Dodger, Tim on our website, dodgersnation.com posted a nice, uh, a nice, I would say, um, I'll just go with an editorial because that's what it is. An editorial based on the – I think it was Baseball America. They were talking about the Dodgers farm system and how sneaky good it is. Uh, Right now, the Dodgers are, I think, out of the top ten in farm systems. Uh, By midseason, they're going to be right back up there, possibly in the top five. But the the Baseball America people had – very high rankings. Uh, there was, they spoke highly of Zach McKinstry, so check out that article by Tim, uh, at SD Dodger Tim. He has it linked somewhere on his Twitter. Great article, great stuff from Baseball America. Listen to the podcast as well. They went all in on the, uh, the Dodgers farm system, and, and as a Dodger fan, it should make you feel... Uh, really, really good about the future of this organization that hasn't drafted in the top ten since I think Kershaw was uh, drafted in two thousand six, two thousand seven. So they have done some magic. Log- Logan White going to um, what's his name? Janine Garoppolo or something like that. I can't remember the, the guy. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> no, no. The uh, I damn it. Now, now I messed this up by saying uh, both of them somebody will get me in the the comments here but the the new uh scouting director somebody anyway oh yeah you know the guy with the g something with a g jimmy grab yeah <laughs> yes yes jimmy grab dan berdu talking about josiah he's getting hype big time but that's just one guy uh, a lot since there was no 2020 season uh a lot of the prospects couldn't really be ranked because nobody could see them. The evaluators couldn't see them. But again, there's some really killer players out there. Um, As we uh, inch towards wrapping up the show, happy. I really appreciate y'all that have hung out this long through the struggles, through the fun. I hope this part has been fun for y'all. We appreciate you guys. Eric's is bringing Chico. Uh, Why not? Let's do it. Chico third base. We said it last week. We're going to talk about the latest on Trevor Bauer, which is a volatile topic, understandably, and even more volatile today because of the latest article that happened about a half an hour before uh, Showtime over on The Athletic. Let's just kind of start from the top. Uh, Trevor Bauer is still a free agent. Uh, No shock. (laughs) Reportedly. The angels are out of the running on Trevor Bauer because the pitching coach hates him flash and newsflash right now. Everybody who has a soul hates the pitching coach, Mickey Calloway. And I'm not going to get into it because it's not our place. And I don't want to deal with the comments of people who are just mean spirited and bad people. But if somebody tells you, no, no means no respect, uh, an ignored text message respect women in general, respect women in the workplace, respect everybody don't be a dick this has been FRG's advice corner take that with you don't be a dick, That's plain, podcast, and, be a dick. plain and simple uh, again, you've probably seen it all on the internet uh, Roach saying F that, That uh, I'm not even going to say the guy, but there's a barstool guy stool uh, barstool, going bar barstool. Sometimes they do really good things. S- a lot of the times they don't. Right. Uh, I, I. Who's the barstool guy? I can't think of his name right now, even though he's been all over with the stunks. What's this? What's his <laughs> name?
2: <laughs> it's it's the stool presidente. He, that's his, yeah, uh, Dave that's
3: Dave name. Portnoy. He, oh, he's yeah. <laughs> he, uh, financially he's done a lot uh, to a lot of really good with money and 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 helping people get through. Um, right financially age. through the pandemic, a lot of restaurants, mom and pop owned shops. So I'm not going to, to diss him on, on the philanthropy side of things, but much like the Mets need to do, you need to know who's working for you. You need to know the value of the person <laughs> inside that's working for you. And Mickey Calloway is a dick and a, and, and, and shitty person. We're going to get off of that again. So Trevor Bauer, <laughs> Also, also a dick. <laughs> Trevor Bauer also a dick. Uh, Anaheim is reportedly out on him, even though we will say otherwise. Uh, potentially, thanks to our friend Bob Nightingale, who we will get a uh, we'll get a clip from him on on um, on Bauer's free agency. Uh, weaving together this story on Bauer here, Toronto was a guy who's been linked to Trevor all off season. Um, they picked up Stephen Matz from the Mets. Matt's from the Mets. Hey, that's a, that's a fun one to say. Oh. And after adding what they added, George Springer, Marcus Simeon, and Matt's money—that's a lot of money. Uh, they they apparently still have payroll to play with, like thirty-five million dollars or something like that. So they're shedding money. Okay. Are, are they really in play, in your opinion? Sorry, the Mets side. The Mets. The Mets are shedding money. Uh, the. Let's, uh, I'm going to focus on the, the the Toronto side first. The Mets have added payroll, a lot of payroll. They still have payroll to play with. Would they add somebody that's like maybe a $35 million a year guy? Do you think they would go that route?
2: I don't think that they would go that in on this year. I think that there are obviously pieces that can get them there, but I just don't think that they're going to go all in on a Bauer situation. Um, that's too much for me. That's too much <laughs> for me to see the Blue Jays yeah. doing. I don't think so. If you're talking about the Mets, I can see that.
3: Easy. Yeah, they shed they shed what that 5 million ish on the Steven Matt's trade to the Toronto Blue Jays, which again, it feels like it takes Toronto slightly out of the running. It feels like it adds the Mets sort of into the running, but you look, they 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 got some pitching, sort of. Top three is solid. I know. I mean,
2: if you're looking at uh historically World Series teams, like the Nationals got it done with three pitchers, and it's been proven that you can get pretty far in a playoff series with just three really good pitchers and a three-headed monster. So, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that the Mets have what it takes. If you have Jacob Degrom in your starting rotation, you're already in a good spot to get stuff done. So, I think that they're in a good spot that way. But also, they're adding defense and offense. So, I think the Mets are looking good. In my opinion, I don't think they need to spend the money on Bauer. I don't think anybody should spend that money on Bauer because I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. But, you know, it's up to you. I
3: won't tell you how to spend put, your money. Put that put that on a shirt and put Luba Sports under it. <laughs> Is that as good as he thinks it is? But yeah, again, the Mets have Degrom. They have they just picked up Carlos the Cookie Carrasco. They got Marcus Stroman. So that is a quality top three, and they have some other you know serviceable guys to back him up. Even if they wanted to plug in, uh, who's the guy I've been talking about the reliever for years that's also started? Anyways, they have a guy. Lugo. Yeah, Seth Lugo is a guy they could plug in, but David Peterson, whatever that is, they just pick up uh, that one time for like two starts. Dodger Killer Joey Lucasi, who can they can plug into the rotation. Today, they picked up Jordan Yamamoto, who had a eh, bad but good by some people's standard season with the Marlins in, I think, 2019 his rookie year and was god-awful last year. So they have some bodies that they could plug in. Noah Syndergaard's going to be back probably mid season, yep. a little bit after. You don't need Trevor Bauer. You don't need, like you said, perfectly. You, you can get by with those top three. You could just burn them into the ground. You, you mentioned the Nats, Boston did it. The Red Sox straight up did it. Uh, in a way, the in the cheating year, the uh, the Astros did it with with their starters because they just ended up plugging a lot of their starters into the the bullpen. So maybe a little bit less so. But uh, <laughs> on on the uh, Bowers stuff, this is my favorite thing today. Uh, uh, before before I say that, before I because I, I have a, a great graphic from our guy Eddie. Uh, The reports were that it was down to the Dodgers and the Mets for the Trevor Bauer sweepstakes, and uh, I guess over the weekend they built a platform for Trevor Bauer to announce his, uh, his decision which is pathetic in my opinion, but uh, I'm going to go to his LeBauer. We got the decision 2021 Trevor Bauer edition. It's not going to be on ESPN. It's probably going to be on his YouTube channel, but uh, I want you to react. I want you to laugh first. And then I want you to react.
2: I'll react to it because I
3: think it, it just like,
2: you know, when LeBron did his, uh, you know, taking my talents to South beach thing, people laughed at it. Like people thought it was a pretty funny thing. And they are like, wow, this guy really is really high on himself. Huh? But also at the time that was a huge decision. Like a lot of people were paying attention to that. Like, the entire country even if you weren't a fan of basketball you were like where's LeBron going like he's the best player in the game right now where's he going that's not the case here you're not looking at the best player in baseball leaving you know you're not looking at like a high 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 bro prof- I mean he won the National League Cy Young Award I can't take that away from him he won it there's nothing I can do about it, um, I mean, it it's, just, it's just so funny to me to be like you know Everyone look at me. I'm gotta. i I'm doing this right now. And, and you know what? He's building his YouTube platform. It sounds like he wants to be that guy. He wants to be an influencer or whatever he does on YouTube. If that's his brand, that's his brand. I'm not going to knock it. If he wants to make money that way, let him make money that way. But uh, don't be surprised if you get laughed at a little bit along the way, yeah. man, because uh, people are going to laugh at this one.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I understand it. This is the only time in his life he's gonna be able to do something like this. Why not soak it up? He's he's never gonna win another Cy Young award. Hey you guys, bookmark that. All right, feel free. I would I would happily uh, eat crow on that one uh, down the road. But um, I'll, I'll uh, I'm never even gonna say respect. But for lack of better word, I'll give him the respect of taking advantage of the platform and the situation that he's never gonna get again. But. Um, yeah i i i don't i don't know what's going on with with this thing uh with this bauer situation our boy bob mr bob nightingale who on the stream side you guys will actually be able to hear this time i hope i'm gonna knock on table this is what bob told us earlier today about the trevor bauer free agency
2: i just gotta get your opinion not asking for any information
3: here just your opinion where do you
2: think trevor bauer lands long term
1: I'm going to go to the Mets uh, uh, right now, as we're speaking, I don't think he has another formal offer. I really don't. I mean, the Dodgers always kind of hang back and, you know, kind of do a low ball offer. They did that with Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. you know, they even did that with DJ LeMahieu. Uh, I don't see him doing that. Uh, I don't rule out the angels and there's been stories that the angels are out. Uh, they're not out. They're still hanging around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I still think the Mets make the most sense. It'll be interesting too with the new owner, Steve Cohen, Having the uh, you know the financial thing last week losing about a billion and a half in the stock market, I would think this might make him more aggressive, saying, "Hey, I want to show that my losses on the personal side have nothing to do with the team."
3: The comments, dude. The comments. You're sharp, sometime, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, I appreciate the help. People saying that we can hear it, but um, Bob, we got we got a Bob bomb there that he doesn't think uh, Trevor has any other. Uh, Offers legitimate offers on the table other than one, the one that's been sort of leaked uh, about the Mets or from the Mets. Do you... Um do you think that's you think that's Bob just kind of talking because we blindsided him with the question or you think that's pretty accurate? I mean we did
2: blindside him with a question to be fair. We didn't really plan on that one until late in the game, but that's okay that's on us. Um, I do think that is realistic. Uh, he talked about a little bit about the Dodgers kind of lowballing people and then kind of waiting in the wings to see what happens and that seems to be a recurring theme with Andrew Friedman where he'll kick the tires on a pretty big name free agent. Who give him an offer he kind of knows that they're not going to accept just to let him know that they're interested in him and they are willing to talk to them, and then he'll let everybody else do the negotiating. He's not going to be leveraged against. He's not going to be used as leverage leverage, uh, for teams or free agents. He's not going to be that guy. But if he comes back and says, hey, this is my offer, then I'm sure there's been multiple occasions where he's been like, all right, good luck in New York, Garrett Cole, or good luck in the Phillies, Bryce Harper. I'm not touching that offer. So I think that there's a lot of truth to that. It does seem very Andrew Friedman-esque to be that kind of guy. Um, he's a smart dude. He's not going to overpay for anybody unless ownership makes him, and that's uh, only been in one particular case, but that's okay. Um, I, it would make sense to me that the Mets would be the only team in him. It's kind of funny to me that – he, he had this huge market that was expected to be out for him, and it seems like there's really only one or two teams in mm-hmm. on him. Kind of funny to me. It's, a it, bit.
3: No, it's very funny. Let's be real. It's very funny it's very that funny. he thought half the league would be in on him, and it comes down to maybe one and a half teams honestly in on him. Uh, you love it. I mean, the, the, uh, the person that, that loves pain. Inside me, would love to see him not get a contract offer at all. I think that would be hilarious, and it shows you can't just come in and 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 shake up the way free agency has gone through you know over the years. People don't care about you. People sure as hell don't care about your agent and working out and what coffee and if she's packing her suitcase to travel that day or if you guys are having a lovely date in Colorado or wherever you were skiing or whatever the hell it was. People don't care about that. Um, they want to know where the hell you're playing baseball. They want to know what you're doing to get ready to play baseball. And on, on an influencer, air quote, uh, air quote, influencer level with Bauer, like in season when he's focused, when he has baseball to distract him from, from, but you know, uh, being a troll or, uh, uh, what's the other word they call it? Uh, uh, a butthead <laughs> i'm gonna go with that being a butthead to people on yeah. twitter um harassing butthead at that when it's in season yeah he puts out fun interesting content you do get to see the behind the scenes and you know respect to, uh, to him for that trying to advance baseball for the fans because we know we very much know baseball is behind at the times and a lot of stuff but all the other stuff that gets involved with it yeah yeah I don't know. I I don't want to get uh, again. I I know how quickly we can get off on a tangent on this. And I already told people to not be a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's okay.
2: I get asked a lot. Like, because people know that I don't like Trevor Bauer and I don't really want him to be on the Dodgers. And that's something I'm pretty straightforward about. I don't mind being straightforward about that. But people ask me all the time. They're like, well, what are you going to do if he's on the team? And I'm like, I don't know. There's already a couple dudes on the team that I don't like. It doesn't mean that I don't root for the Dodgers. Like <laughs> It's a team sport. I don't care about that guy. If he's on your team and you don't like him, you can still root for the Dodgers.
3: It's not an issue. On a, uh, a, a straight-up baseball level, he would be great for the Dodgers because I've mentioned it before. I would love to see uh, pitcher mind – Trevor Bauer working with Clayton Kershaw or talking to Clayton Kershaw, talking, just sitting, you know, in the dugout during a game with with Kersh and with with Walker Bueller, talking about game, talking about about different pitches and grips and things like that would be fun. It's all the rest of the stuff that, no, just, man, there's a lot. There's a lot that gets involved in it. The Dodgers can get away with it in a way, the Dodgers can mask it. The Dodgers are such a good group of people that. You know they could teach him how to be a man, probably. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if I want all of the the show that goes along with it. But I agree with you. If if he becomes a Dodger, you know what? I'm I'm not going to root against somebody on my team. But if he does something uh, to to hurt somebody, <laughs> whether it be emotionally or or physically. That that's not going to fly. And that's understandable.
2: It is what it is, guys. You make the best out of your team. You you decide how to be a fan. I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan.
3: That's, that's that's good. That's another good thing. A lot of people tell people how to be a fan. And I don't think that's cool either. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people online that tell people how to fan and they're doing it wrong. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap it on what DJ Jesse says. Drama, 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 drama. No. And I'm just saying that in general. There's, there's been a lot of drama on the show. You guys could hear me. You couldn't hear me. Brooke was too low. I was too loud. The camera, my, the computer was apparently a fish tank. So that's a little throwback homage to when uh, the computer was right next to Gary's microphone when we were first uh, doing the the quarantine version of Blue Heaven. And, uh, yeah, you know, things become things.
2: Dan points out that Brooke hated Jock for years. We haven't forgot. I didn't hate Jock did want him traded though you are correct about that definitely wanted him traded
3: yeah we love jock we just don't want certain players on the team simple yeah it's simple i didn't want kike on the team that doesn't mean i hate him anyways all right guys i guess it's about time to jump off here because it sounds like i'm gonna have a lot of editing ahead of me but uh we appreciate y'all for hanging out with us find us find more about your los angeles dodgers on the internet we are dodgersnation.com Check out our Word of the Day giveaway every single day. There is a video that is posted on our YouTube channel now that has the first word of the day, and if you're listening to this later, this is probably a second or maybe even a third. There's a word of the day every day, and we're giving away money up to or more than a thousand dollars in cash and prizes all month long in the month of February. So that's gonna be fun. Yolo. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, that was a good way to button it. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Everywhere your podcasts are available for free. That is where we live. And again, do subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Hit that notification button. You will be very happy you did. You might even get money out of it, too.
2: You might even. You, you never know how things are going to work out. Uh, Jim says he wants a segment on Bro- who Brooke doesn't like on the Dodgers. Uh, you know, maybe when I quit and I don't work here anymore, maybe I can talk <laughs> crap on the Dodgers, but I'll keep that one under wraps for now, Jimmy. Guys, I am at BrookMe3. This other guy who is blurry in a fish tank on the other side of me is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at DodgerNation on Twitter, at OfficialDodgerNation on Instagram. Make sure you go check us out. You want to win that Clayton Kershaw signed photo. You want to hang it in your wall. You want to flex to all your friends. Go ahead and do that, courtesy of Elite Sports Collectibles. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for just fighting through the technical difficulties as we learn how to live in this new world. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.